Welcome to Intersect, where church meets culture. I'm Josh Dash, the lead pastor at Northeast Presbyterian Church in Columbia, South Carolina, and I am joined as always by my wife, the zesty Betsy. Hello. Hey, Betsy, you feeling zesty today? Sure, absolutely. All right, everybody. Well, this season's been going great, and Bets, haven't we had some great interviews so far? We've ha- we have. We've had some great discussions and uh, really good stuff. Well, what we thought we'd do today is do something a little bit lighter. We've certainly... A lot lighter. Okay, actually. maybe a lot lighter. <laughs> um, although some people may be really passionate about this. We're just going to yes, have to see. That's true. But we've had, we've had some very serious, heavy topics on Intersect, and we thought we would just, you know, ha- do something a little bit lighter here, a little bit more fun. So, Bets, tell our audience the name of today's episode. Okay, so today... Our episode is called Football versus Football. Wait, you're saying those are two different words? Yes, exactly. Okay, so you're saying um, F-O-O-T-B-A-L-L versus, yep, that kind of football, Mm -hmm. versus F-U-T-B-O-L. With the, with the little uh, sign above the U. The the accent, it's called an accent, yes. (laughs) There we go. All right, football versus football. Okay, um, and so we're going to do this like a debate. Is that mm-hmm. right? We want to break down, is American football better or is football as conceived by the rest of the world better? Yeah. And, and That's we're, what we want to talk and about. And we're not going to debate whether or not the rest of the world thinks that football is the best because that's obvious that everybody else is obsessed with football. Meaning soccer. Meaning soccer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This could okay. be confusing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So so Amer- it's American football versus what everybody else in the universe calls football. So Josh, did you ever take a debate class? I don't think I did. I really don't. I think I took speech in high school. Everybody had to take speech. I took debate at some point. I think it was probably rolled into a speech class, maybe my freshman year of high school. So, you know, you arrive in high school, you're already a little bit terrified, and then they say, now you're going to debate each other. That was the most terrifying experience. I I still remember it to this day. I actually don't remember the topic, but I do remember uh, going to research for my positions. I've always not liked thinking on my feet. That's the difference between us because you love it. You mm-hmm. love thinking on your feet. I hate it. So, you know, you're sit- I gave my opening, I would give my opening speech, sit down, the opponent gives his or her opening speech, and then you're supposed to respond to what they just said. You know, and then I start sweating and panicking and um, I did not enjoy those debates. But yet you want to do this debate now. Yes. Well, this is, um, this one will be fun. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I think they were a much more um, serious topic. Yes. Now you deserve the credit for this format. So we're going to do a debate folks back and forth. Uh, doing, and, and Beth, what side are you arguing for? I am arguing that soccer is the best sport. Okay. That Fo- soccer, football. soccer is the better football. That's what I'm arguing. Okay. So I'm going to argue that American football is superior to what everybody else in the world thinks is superior. Is football. Okay, yes. let's do it. Hey, I'm American. Okay. Let's do it. So here we go. I'm going to kick us off. Okay. And I am going to state my position of why soccer is better and give you uh, several arguments. Okay, so here we go. Okay. Why is soccer a better sport than American football? There are a lot of people that we know who feel very strongly, I think, that the other way is true. But anyway, so here's why soccer is better. Number one. Soccer is played worldwide by people of all ages and skill levels. You can go anywhere and see people playing soccer. In parks, in schools, in uh, really anywhere. Another thing that's great about soccer, it's very simple. It's easy to understand. It takes really no equipment rather than a ball 
and two goals. And you know, you don't even have to have goals. You could just have cones set up. You could just have rocks set up to demarcate a goal. It's very simple. Uh, a ball, I mean, you can get creative. I, I've seen kids in uh, other countries, they can make balls out of a lot of stuff. Doesn't even have to be a real soccer ball. So, you know, you don't even have to have, you don't even have to have the cleats and the shin guards that we have here. Anybody can play it as long as you have feet. And also, it's tremendous exercise, I would say. So I actually Googled this. Uh, NBC Sports, uh, one of their websites said that professional footballers run between seven and nine and a half miles every game. That is wild to me. So obviously, if you're playing at the top level, you have to be in incredible shape. But um, even if you're just a kid, you're going to get great exercise running around playing soccer. Another thing I love about soccer, constant action. There's constant action. Think opposite of baseball, basically. I'm just going to go on the record and say, I do not like mm. baseball. Baseball is, I'm sorry to everyone who loves baseball. In my opinion, it is a big snooze fest. You get a pitch every five minutes, and then they, then they don't like the pitcher, and there's a pitching change. That takes another, you know, what, 15 minutes. I mean, come on. So soccer is the exact opposite of baseball. There's just constant action. Also, who doesn't love the electric atmosphere of a soccer game? There's drums. The whole crowd is, is singing together. There's chanting. It's just, it's an electric atmosphere. And then finally, scarves. Soccer fans wear scarves. Scarves are fun. Scarves are functional. They keep you warm. Um, and I'm sure there are other reasons, but... Those are my first reasons. I rest my case. Well done, Betsy. Thank you. I'm just going to jump right into my opening argument, which I will read <laughs> off this piece of paper. Football. American football. Who doesn't love football? Football is as American as it gets. It's a game where very large and strong people take an inflated piece of leather with the goal of running from one side of the field to the other. It's glorious. Football brings us all together. There are football teams all over the U.S. of A. First, we can talk about the glories of college football. Is there a major university left in America where football is not the most important thing happening in the fall of every year? Hmm. In some states like Alabama with Coach Nick Saban, the head football coach is paid not only more than the president of the university— <laughs> But the head football coach is actually the highest paid public employee in the whole state. These, <laughs> is that true? These schools have recognized that there is nothing more important to a good college education than having a respectable football team. Every state is proud of their football team. In South Carolina, we have the Clemson Tigers and the USC Gamecocks. In Michigan, it's the Michigan Wolverines and the Michigan State Spartans. In California... We find the other less, lesser known school that goes by USC, the University of Southern California with the Trojans and mm. the UCLA Bruins. Mm. Alabama has the Tide and the, tar and the Tigers. Texas has the Longhorns and the Aggies. What can bring people together or cause a massive family rift like football? <laughs> then think of the NFL. You have the legendary Dallas Cowboys. You have small town teams like the Green Bay Packers. You have teams from both coasts and in between. We all have our football legends we grew up cheering for. Joe Montana, Reggie White, 
Barry Sanders, and Tom Brady, just to name a few. Now let's talk about Tom Brady for a moment. <laughs> the man is almost 100 years old, and he is still, and he still has a great head of hair, and he's still a great quarterback. And what other sport could you play so long, for so long that you are old enough to be the dad of most of the people you are playing against? <laughs> Football is exciting. What is more exciting than a kickoff return for a touchdown? A Hail Mary pass covering half the length of the field? A run where the running back breaks five tackles or a game-winning field goal? Football is inclusive. In soccer, everyone is this super in-shape athlete that could go run a marathon if they needed to. But in American football, you've got guys who weigh 350 pounds <laughs> in the same locker room as the kicker who may weigh 175 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> football is complicated. In football, no one really knows what a completed catch really is or what a football move really is. And there's literally about 50 uh, offensive and defensive penalties that you really need to understand. But that's okay. It makes us all smarter. Three cheers for football, where the refs could literally call holding every single play if they wanted to. Three cheers for football, which has given us the best excuse to order pizza and hang out with your friends in the whole world called the Super Bowl. Three cheers for football. I rest wow. my case. Wow. I don't know that all of those arguments were positive, but okay. So now, round two. We go I'm into ready to respond to yours. I've got all kinds of responses. Well, that's fine. So do I. Do you want to go first? Since, you, since I went first in the opening arguments, I'll let you go sure. first. Sure. Okay. First of all, I want to speak to the whole scarves thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, soccer scarves are cool. I will admit that. But there's an alternative. It's, and it's true, no like football fan wears a scarf. But all you have to do is be a Harry Potter fan, and you're going to own a f couple of scarves. You're going to have your Hogwarts scarf. You're going to have, you know, so that's how you can cover your scarves. Can, that's I, my, can I speak or do I have to wait for my turn? Uh, I think it's I think Billy's. I have to wait. Okay, Billy's saying. Okay. Um, yeah, I got to wait. Okay, um, I want to say this too. Um, let's, let's say you're going to invest $7,500 in that authentic jersey for your team. So, Betts, we're watching the uh, Charlotte FC Football Club. Mm -hmm. The city of Charlotte just got its first MLS uh, soccer team and we're watching the opening night there's 75,000 people the place was totally electric and uh, of course since we live in Columbia that's the closest team to us so we're going to cheer for them we watched it on TV we watched it on TV yeah. sorry we did have friends who went in person but and I'm looking at their jersey and it's got some weird word on the front and I'm like what is this word and I google it and it's an investment bank boring am I going to spend 80 bucks to wear a shirt that advertises an investment bank if I'm going to spend uh, $95, at least I want my team name on my jersey, which when I'm wearing, hey, you know, Dallas Cowboys jersey, Green Bay Packers jersey, I don't have some giant bank or Mercedes Benz or Sony slapped across my chest. I'm not doing any free advertising uh, for those folks. I also want to say this, okay, and I, I, I don't want to make this PG uh, from G to PG, but have you noticed that every soccer player is basically wearing a sports bra now when they take their jerseys off? They basically are. They all have on this black thing. Now, if you do your research, it's a GPS tracker that they all wear now. 
which so that way they can go and analyze. But I'm sorry, I'm just maybe I'm old school. I think it's a little. I think it looks a little funny. So um, in football, I'm sure they don't wear that stuff. So all of that to say, uh, I do love soccer, but I think clearly I have proven that American football is superior. Wow, that's all you've got. Well, I might need to respond one more time. But. Okay. <laughs> so I have several things to say. Now, I will concede that I think your point about the jersey is legit, but they are still very, soccer jerseys are still very good looking. The kits, I think they're actually called kits if you live in other places of the world. So anyway, this is what I want to say. You brought up the point that um, anyone can play American football. Yep. You know, you've got the huge linebackers, mm-hmm. you've got the little kickers, and, and I will concede that. But, two, anyone can play soccer. You can always take a break and, you know, put your hands on your knees for a little bit and take a break and then jump back in. And I will say, if you want to just talk about sheer athleticism, you know, American football, you've got the speed, you've got the, um, you've got the from zero to zero to 60 in, you know, four seconds or whatever. But again, I'm going to go back to my point that professional footballers are in such top shape. I Googled this cornerbacks and wide receivers run the most in American football. They run about one and a quarter miles per game. And then again, you go back to the professional footballers who run between seven and nine and a half miles. There's just no comparison. Also, even even more than that, listen to this. I found this from the Wall Street Journal. The average American football player only moves, let alone runs, for 11 minutes per game. Come on. I'm ready on. to respond. I am just well, chomping. it's not your turn. I am ready. Billy, so can, I, can I say something? No. Okay. <laughs> 11 minutes per game. So that action is consolidated into about 15 to 20 minutes of live action in an NFL game. Do you hear me? And those last upwards of three hours. So you are watching an incredible amount of talking heads, people prognosticating about a game, people sharing the most ridiculous statistics, I mean, there is literally, you and I have talked about this. You have to concede this. There is a statistic for literally everything in American football. Yeah, that's how we like it. (laughs) (laughs) So um, you are sitting there watching a game for over three hours, and the number of minutes of action that you are watching is between 15 and 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. That is ridiculous. That's right. If you watch a soccer game, it is constant action. 90 minutes plus stoppage time. They, someone is always moving. There's something to watch, and it's glorious. Now, I also want to talk about equipment. True, you can play football with just a football. As you said, you know, maybe you're playing two-hand touch. Maybe you're playing um, flag. But real football, played as it is in college or the NFL, is very expensive. You've got your helmets that are very expensive. You've got your pads. You've got all of the... You know, all this stuff, it's very, very expensive to play. Now, I also want to talk about injuries. Should we talk about injuries? American football when is basically the modern again? not now. American football is basically the modern gladiators. Have you heard of CTE chronic traumatic encef oh gosh, encephalopathy? Wow, encephal. I'm not going to say it again. Mm -hmm. CTE. Brain injuries. Brain injuries. Yes. Very prevalent 
in football. And finally, I want to say, you brought up the complicated rules yourself. That is not a selling point to me. If you listen to Peyton Manning or uh, Chris Collinsworth break down a game, I don't even know what they're saying half the time. There's all this jargon. There's the cover two. There's the, you know, what are they even talking about most of the time? And then you, you already referenced it. Demonstrate, did this person demonstrate a football move to complete a catch? Did he get both feet in both feet, both feet inbounds so it qualifies as a catch? Was it a forward pass instead of a fumble? Was it a fumble or was the guy's knee down? You, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. In soccer, you have the offsides rule. That's it. I rest my case. Okay. I am just, Billy, you're going to have to hold me back. Okay, look. <laughs> all right. First of all, I want to talk about the whole 11 minutes of action versus 90 minutes. First of all, how, what other opportunity do I have to see at least 20 minutes of Bud Light commercials over a three-hour period than a football <laughs> game? That's one thing. So I get more Bud Light commercials than I get of the actual sport. The other thing I want to say is you yourself know that exercise is not just about length of time. You would know that. You can be a, a power lifter. You can be someone who, who works extremely hard for 10 minutes and another person can do a light jog for three hours. That doesn't mean that the person that did the light jog for three hours necessarily got a better workout. Hmm. These, these sprints, when these guys are down in the scrum, as it were, now that's a different sport, but when they're in the, uh, uh, you know, when they're all together in that mosh pit there, they're working really, <laughs> really hard, right? I mean, these guys, they're going 100%. They're going all out. Um, they, you can't say they're not, they're not stronger in American football, that these guys are stronger. You know, there's some other things you mentioned, uh, and I'm, I'm saving my best argument for last. There are injuries in soccer. We shouldn't forget that. Um, a lot of, okay, and, and I want to say this, how much diving is there in football? You know, where, where uh, the, the guys, if someone touches their shoelace, they fall to the ground, grab their ankle like their foot just fell off, roll around, <laughs> beg for a penalty, and then the next thing you know, oh my goodness, they're running full speed toward the goal. How is their ankle perfectly fine? Hmm. Uh, so I want to say that. But here's here's my main argument, okay? Is I've this been, your closing this argument? This is my closing. Okay. This is my We're closing argument. We're wrapping it argument. up here. Folks, at the end of the day, a lot of people would say that soccer, a.k.a. football, is just a little bit boring compared to American football. Uh, what if you have a game that's 0-0? Zero, zero? The ball never gets into the back of the net. In American football, you're going to see a couple touchdowns at least. You're going to see some exciting plays. You're going to see some incredible catches. You're going to see a, a couple of field goals at least. If it's a high-scoring game like we had uh, in the playoffs between the Bills and the Chiefs, you might have like 100 points put up on the board. And what's more American than a lot of points? I mean, <laughs> we're not going to cheer just because you juked a guy out. you got to score the goal. That's how we do it here in America. So, you know, the zero, zero, nil, nil kind of stuff, I'm sorry, but I need to see more than that. I need to see a couple of bicycle kicks. I need to see some excitement. I need to see some goals. Um, I need to see the, the replay that analyzes the guy falling out of bounds 17 times, even though I knew I could tell right away the ref got it wrong. That's what American football is all about. I rest my case. All right, this is my final word for, um, for soccer. So the World Cup is coming, the end of this year. It's in Qatar. That's going to be very, very exciting. Now, 
it's called the World Cup for a reason. That is because the world competes to win the cup. So it's very, very exciting. You know, there's a lot of country pride. Um, we're hoping the U.S. gets there. We're still not sure. Ooh, we're we're, we're really hoping. Yep. So um, that is an event like no other. I mean, a, a, just the world wants to know what's going to happen at the World Cup. So what, what kind of blows my mind about American professional sports and, you know, when someone wins the Super Bowl, when a team wins the Super Bowl, they're called world champions. Now you tell right. me, why are they called world champions when America is the only country that plays football? How can you be a world champion when you're the only country? And, you know, when you are a world champion of the World Cup, you've actually beat other countries. I rest my case. Okay, so, I just want to say no other you can't. no yeah. other team from the world <laughs> could put on those pads and beat that team from America. Even though that yeah. Well, it's a stolen title. Anyway. So, at this point in the debate, we have both finished our arguments. We are going to leave it to our producer, Billy Grooms. We have given him instructions that he can't only choose the sport that he likes better. Yeah. It has to be on the, the merits, merits of, of the, the arguments. Yeah. Even if, yeah. Billy, even if you like football better, if I made the better case, you are morally ob obligated to choose me. Okay, so he's, Billy's taking Betsy's microphone here. He's, okay, here he is, folks, uh, the man behind the magic, Billy Grooms. No pressure whatsoever. Nothing yeah, we'll, on the line we'll here. We'll both just get really mad if you choose the other person. <laughs> exactly. I, uh, I have a difficult decision here because you have both very eloquently stated your case. You have both presented very convincing arguments for the sport that you enjoy, both from the point of view of the people who play it as well as the point of view of the people who observe it. And to me, that's where my decision really falls, is trying to look at the two sides of that coin and weighing which one is stronger, as presented by the two of you. Not necessarily what I like, as you said, or what I would prefer. Hmm. So Josh, in his opening statements, had some great remarks about the fact that football is the quintessential American sport. It is indeed. I mean, baseball may be what mom and apple pie are familiar and famous for, but football is an American tradition. And it is something that is ingrained in the conscious of certainly every man and a lot of women who grew up watching sports on television or going down to a local peewee or high school field and watching it. A lot of traditions, a lot of legendary players, a lot of, uh, a lot of things wrapped up in the sport. But then also with football, as football, <clears throat> as Betsy stated, it's something that is played worldwide. I mean, it is a phenom all around the globe. It is something that you can go to just about any country, find an empty lot, and there'll be a bunch of kids out kicking a ball around. And it really has a lot of advantages in the fact that you don't need fancy equipment. You don't need fancy uniforms. You don't need referees. You don't need rules that you all have to understand. You have very basic goals that you're chasing after in trying to, uh, trying to play the game. It's a great opportunity for exercise, and it does have a constant action happening on the field. 
football, American football games can get stretched out quite a bit. So, wow, how do you wait? How do you fall this? How do, where do you come down? You've got one sport that has very active players that are well-rounded athletes. You've got another sport that often has folks who spend as much time at the bar with their beer as they do at the uh, weight room with their uh, weight bars. <laughs> However, based upon what y'all have had to say, I think I would have to come down on the side of... Oh, so nervous. From the player's point of view, football. <gasps> ah! yeah! From the spectator's point of view, football. Oh, American football. You know, it, it, there are a lot of things strange about it. But the fan wear that American football has is so much better than the silly jerseys and scarves yep. that these yep. soccer folks wear. The whole milieu of statistics and commentary, long games with replays, that is an entire industry <laughs> that is supported by this wonderful sport that enables these guys to carry on. And from a fan's point of view, especially the American fan, who, let's face it, they want to get their favorite beverage, they want to get some snacks, they want to sit in front of the TV, and they just want to veg for a while. And if they've got something that's going to take three and a half hours for them to do that, all the better. That gives them plenty of vegging time. The jargon, all of that stuff, that supports that industry. It, it, it from a Spectator's point of view, American football is a real dream sport. Mm. From a player's point of view, soccer is the way to go. Mm. The one thing that tilts us towards American football is it's very rare that you will ever hear a vavuzula horn at American football games. Mm. So yes. We don't have to put up with that. Mm. That's right. And, and may, I, may I just make the final comment? I'm not salty or anything, but may I just make the final comment? That in America, when a touchdown is scored, you're not going to hear, touchdown, and that goes on for three minutes. But when a goal is scored, you might hear, goal, and that goes on for a few minutes. Like, you don't know, is the person still breathing? Yeah, that's so, incredible. So that is amazing. That's but, incredible. Billy, we thank you. We accept the results. Um, it's not what I wanted, but at least I got half. And uh, we, we thank you for the, that very thoughtful input. Thanks, Billy. Hey, everybody, this has been fun. Join us again on Intersect Bets. Tell them where they can find us. Rate, review, subscribe. We'd love it. Yep. We're on all the major listening apps, folks. And our Facebook group is, our Facebook page is Intersect Podcast. And our website is www.nepres.com slash podcast. And whether you kick a football or throw a football, have a great one. We'll see you next time. 